Hey everybody, Todd Duncan coming at you. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I have something very exciting I want to make sure you're aware of. I have just released a 25-page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Mortgage or Real Estate Practice. I've spent a lot of years studying high performance, and these five principles are game-changing. I want to give it to you. All you need to do is click the link in the show notes below, and you will have your 25-page ebook. I want to encourage you to share that with your friends, your clients, your employees, whomever you know in business. These five principles are game-changing. Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Welcome to the Where Success Happens Podcast. My name is Todd Duncan and I'll be your host today. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the podcast, please make sure you share this with somebody that you want to impact. If you're a leader, grateful if you'd share it with your team. If you have customers, grateful if you would share it with your customers. I wake up every day and what I and my company want to do is we want to change people's life experience. And I believe that our podcasts will do that. Also, make sure you're subscribed by hitting that subscribe button so you can receive content like this every day. If you go ahead and screenshot that subscription and send it to success at toddduncan.com, we will send you a case of my best-selling book, High Trust Selling, Make More Money in Less Time with Less Stress. So here's the deal. Your life is a mess. Do I have your attention? Your life is a mess because of what you try to control. And what I want to say about this word control is that you need to understand the impact that control has in your life. And the best way that I can tell you a little bit about the control it has is to tell you a story. So about five months ago, my wife, I noticed, was a little bit restless in bed, and it was about 2.18 in the morning. It wasn't about. It was 2.18 in the morning, and she got up, and I think she was gone for maybe a minute or so, and then she came back to bed, and uh, I hadn't fully awakened and, and she was back in bed. And uh, next thing I know, it's about 4.37. And that is about, it was about 4.35, 36, 37. I can't remember exactly, but it was right there at 4.35. And she got up again and she left and she was gone for you know probably a minute. And then she came back. And then, uh, and then we, you know, we we're still asleep and we awakened uh, a couple hours later and uh, we, we, <laughs> had a, had a discussion. And I, and I said, so, so what happened last night? It's like, it's like, unlike you to leave bed and be gone only a minute and then come back. And so, uh, she said, I'll tell you as soon as we get a cup of coffee. So we went upstairs, we got a cup of coffee and, and came back down and we were, we were sitting in bed and, um, she, she leaned over, uh, to her, her nightstand and she had, um, a post-it note stack and she had a Sharpie and we were sipping our coffee and she said, I had a discovery last night. And I said, well, what was your discovery and which time frame was it? And she said, well, my discovery was uh, two, two times I woke up and I had this epiphany and, uh, and I went into the bathroom and uh, I have another Sharpie and another uh, post-it pad there. And, and I wrote down two things. And by now she's got my attention and I don't want her to 
keep telling me the story. I want to go see what she wrote down. And the reason why I know we could go see what she wrote down is because her mirror, her bathroom mirror is full of post-it notes and she's a, she's a creative. And so, you know, anytime she gets ideas, they end up on the mirror. And then I'm always like, I'm always uh, the first one up and I'm always kind of trying to figure out like, what was this all about? So anyway, what I'm going to do for you is I'm just going to, I'm going to um, take a, take a, a, a stab at this and I'm going to take the, the post-it pad and I'm going to write, um, I'm going to write a number and that number is 0%. I know it's a little bit of a funky O, but it's 0%, right? And that is that is one of the Sharpies uh, post-it notes that she wrote. And then um, next to it was this note, and it was 100%. So I got a 0%, and I got 100%, and the 0% is on the left on the mirror, the 100% is on the right on the mirror. And I said, so great, 0%, 100%, 0%, 100%. What does that mean? And she said, in the middle of the night, I started realizing that a lot of people that I know and even in my own life and, and you know, as, as she and I discussed business, a lot of people have great anxiety about control issues, right? And control issues are, are issues that are either uh, self-subscribed to that you want to try to control. And, and, and oftentimes then it is also things that we don't subscribe to where other people are trying to control. And when you stop and think about anxiety and you stop and think about control and you stop and think about really the lifestyle experience, I can tell you this, that without any hesitation, I, I, I listened to her with kind of this open, open baited breath. You know, what, what was this? What was it? And she said, the breakthrough for me was that most of my anxiety and most of my stress, and I think in, uh, even in, in being husband and wife, you know, as we talk about the business and things like that, so much of the stress comes from um, really trying to control things that we have no control over. And I listened to that and I thought, that's an interesting perspective. And, and then she said, you know, I have 0% control over so much. And the more that I think about controlling the things I have no control over, okay, the more stress I, I tend to experience or think I'm going to have. And I got that because I think that, you know, to a large extent, um, that's what life presents. Life presents things you can control and life presents things that you can't control. And so then we get over to the 100% and it's like, okay, well, and all of a sudden the second number is that I have less anxiety when I realize I have 100% control over and just fill in the blank. But for her, it was my response to things. I have 100% control over the things that I can control. I can control my thinking. I can control my diet. I can control, I can control, but I can't control so many things. And by trying to control the things I can't control, I lose control of the things I can control. And my greatest joy is when I control the things I know I can control and my greatest angst is when I'm trying to control things I can't control. And I just realize in the middle of the night, I'm going to give up controlling the things I have no control over. And I think that that presented a, a unique opportunity that, that we refer to as, as flow. So if we just pause there for a second, one of the quick questions I would ask you to, to, to think through is, um, where does your stress come from? And are you... Uh, in position where some of the stress is coming from things that you have no control over and you have the wrong 
imagery around interpreting that? Or does some of your stress and anxiety come from not controlling enough what you can have control over? And somewhere in there is going to be this, this kind of magic coming together, this alchemy of these two ideas. And I think that when you realize that life is really about controlling what you can control for the ultimate life experience, right? You can control what you watch. You can control what you eat. You can control um, who you spend time with. You can control uh, how connected you are to your higher power. You can control you can control your weight. You can, in most cases, you can control your, your health and your safety. You can control your investments to the extent that that you're exerting control over your financial literacy and doing things like you can control so much. And yet there are things you can't control. And usually the things you can't control come in the form of other people or circumstances or both. Other people can create those circumstances. So I learned a lesson early on as a sales professional. I, I learned this lesson. I'll share it with you that there's enough people who do business the way that I want to do business to not do business with anybody who won't do it that way. And it's not that I'm trying to control the experience of who I do business with, although I am. I'm trying to make sure I understand that I have this option of I got relationships that are never going to be great. I've got some business coming in from some of them, but I, I don't have an attitude towards looking forward to that. It's the same way that when you see your uh, a number pop up in your phone and you realize that maybe um, oh, man, I don't want to talk to this person. You know, every time I talk to this person, it's a blah, 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 blah. Well, you have control over that and you don't have to answer the phone and you can say no to that. At the longer level of how does that thing work out, if that's repeated and I have had clients that are what I term high maintenance and high maintenance clients rob you of your time and they rob you of your joy and they expect things that are unrealistic and, you know, expect you to jump at the drop of a hat and, you know, if you do that, then you are not controlling that part of your life. And the longer you say yes to somebody that you don't really dig doing business with, and there isn't that natural kind of chemistry, the harder life's going to be. And when you finally say no to that, then the easier life's going to be. One of the uh, one of the great things that my friend Tom Ferry talks about is this idea of we need to release our addiction to drama. And, uh, you know, I think that drama is a big deal. And I think that, you know, when, it, when, when, when I came up with this line, life's too short to do business with people you don't like, I mean, everybody resonated with that. And so the question is, when you think about control, um, I don't want you to be a controlling person because that creates stress. I want you to be a fluid person. I want you to stand in amazement at things that happen and ask yourself, what's good about this? What is this moment presenting to me? If something is is happening that uh, I'm neither positive or negative because I controlled or didn't control it, but, but it's a moment, how do I decide how I'm going to respond to it? And one of the great ideas, I think, around lifestyle mastery is this idea of surrender. And surrender is not giving up. Surrender is a very powerful move to just let some of the things that are natural things that are going to happen in this journey that we're on happen and and then figure out before it's either control or not control figure out your best response to it and change your life experience by changing what you accept and what you don't accept i think one of the great ideas is that when we understand that life gives us what we tolerate much of what we tolerate we could control we could control that high maintenance client we could control a high maintenance friend we can 
we could control an experience that may be going off the rails at a company that, that you work for. You can change companies. You can change clients. We can control what we put into our mouth. We can control what we drink. We can control. And if you can control it, control it, because what that does is gives you a better life experience. But equally powerful is give up control of the things that are out of control. I mean, you don't have to say yes to the things that don't appear to sync up with what you would like your life experience to be like. We have a, a program that's called the High Trust Sales Academy, and uh, usually we have about 150 people live. It's a pretty extensive four-day, nine or 10 hours a day kind of experience. And one of the things we, we talk about is we talk about what clients are you still allowing to do business with you, even though the way that they do business with you is not conducive to your life experience. And, you know, how many of you have somebody like that and 100% of the hands go up? And we start having a conversation on what would it be like if you just basically didn't do business with that person ever again? And people are kind of like shocked because, well, yeah, you can control it. You can control who you do business with. You can control who you say yes to. And so this gal was in the, the program and she had talked about oh, one of her business clients that was just like every day, it was like, blah, 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 blah. And it was driving her nuts. And then this client started calling her on her cell phone at home at night when she was with her family and, you know, she'd pick it up. And, you know, I said to her, I said, and I'll say this to you guys right here, the longer you do what you don't want, the more of it you'll get. So if you don't want that, you have to put both feet down. You have to decide, um, I'm going to control this. And so we're having this conversation with this gal. And I said, so what do you think you want to do about it? And she said, um, I really am okay never doing business with her again. And I said, okay, so when do you want to do that? And she said, um, you know, I'll probably do it maybe the end of this week. And I said, um, okay, what can you control about when you do it and, and what you say when you do it? And she said, uh, well, I got to think about it. And I said, okay, well, let's think about it right now. What would the message sound like? Or if you called her, what would it sound like? And we kind of role played this out a little bit in front of what would be 149 other people. And you could see that most people were kind of like, wow, are you kidding me? This is, this is going somewhere. And so by the time that we were done kind of working it out, I think we worked on it for maybe 10 minutes in front of everybody else. I looked at her, I said, um, do you want to wait until Friday or do you want to do it now? She said, do it now. And I said, yeah, you can control when you do it. She goes, oh man, I knew that was going to happen. So she said, uh, she said, well, I'll call her at the break. And I said, why wait to the break? And she said, well, because we're in class. And I looked at her and I said, okay, um, what have I said to you right now? Pick up the phone and make the call and we'll all be quiet. Just make the call. And she said, you're serious. And I said, I've never been more serious. Why wait an hour? Why wait a day? Why wait a week? Why wait a year? I mean, if you don't want to do business, and call her and tell her and do it lovingly, right? So we role played that. I won't get into that, but she made the call in front of everybody. And as she tells the story, the next couple of days, this person responded apologetically, wanted a second chance, blah, 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 blah. And she held firm to her commitment. And to this day, years later, is not doing business with that person. She started at, sorry, she started adding up how many hours as this person consumed of her life. And when you start to think about that and you start to think about how, how gosh, man, how important time is and how critical it is to, to have boundaries and to say what you mean, mean what you say, say it lovingly and control to the best of your ability, 
your lifestyle experience and what you can control. I think everybody watching this, I know me just in recording it, I'm thinking a couple of things that I can maybe even ratchet up my control over. Right. And, and, um, you know, I'm not a control freak, but I can tell you right now that my greatest angst is when I control stuff that I have no control over when I try to even attempt to control it. So Ben Franklin said, control or be controlled. Uh, I like that. Right. I like that idea. Control or be controlled. And I also like doing things lovingly. I don't, I don't want anybody to feel less than, I don't want to put anybody in the penalty box, but you know what? This is my life. Um, this is my family. And, um, I want to be the best I can be in this relationship. And I want to be the best dad or the best wife or the best mom or the best husband. You know, I want to make a difference in the life of my kids. And, you know, I, I want to control, I want to control. I don't want to rob my life because of things I have not yet mustered the courage to say no to. And I think that it's interesting that, I'll, and I'll say this, I, I think that when you do something like I'm talking about doing and it works, you end up thinking, okay, who's next? Or what can I say no to next? Or how can I, how can I take this up a notch or two or three? I've even had clients that have wanted me to do things contractually and you know, I could do it and make some money, but if I did it, I'd violate my values. And so I've even had to say no to contractual money-making opportunities because um, the aspect of what was being asked of me was not something I could do comfortably. And so you just got to get, you got to get in kind of this vibe. You got to get in this rhythm where, um, man, the further I move to controlling oh, only what I can control, um, and the f further I move away from not trying to control things that are out of my control, better off you're going to be. It's that solid. You can take that at the bank. You can count on that idea. All right. Talk to you tomorrow on another edition of Where Success Happens. Thanks for being part of the podcast and for listening and for watching today. Hey, thanks for watching today's episode. If you like our podcasts and if you feel that they're impactful for you and you want to take it to the next level, click on the show notes below to have a free coaching consultation with somebody from our coaching company. I started High Trust Coaching to make a transformative difference in people's lives and business, and I'd like to offer you the chance to experience that as well. Click in the show notes below.